You did not follow a girl to college. I might. <laughs> it's okay, I guess. Yes. <laughs> college is the best four years of your life. And this um, is just the pathway. Welcome to the Pathway Podcast. This is your host, Katie Parisi. And this is your host, Jack Riley. Our goal of this podcast is to talk about the experiences in college, the good, the bad, and the unthinkable. We'll give you an inside scoop to life in college from two High Point University seniors. Jack, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Definitely. But I think before I get started, um, we forgot to introduce someone. We got Rector over on the soundboard and... He's killing it over there. We're going to have to introduce him in a later podcast. So yeah, a little bit about me. Um, I'm from Medfield, Massachusetts. It's about 25 minutes outside the city. I loved growing up there. I loved experiencing all the different seasons. Um, In high school, I was the golf captain, so I still play golf a lot. It's usually what I do in my free time. And so when I got to High Point... I uh, rushed Sigma Nu, so I'm a brother in that fraternity, and I just recently became IFC president, so I'm pretty proud of that. Awesome. So I'm Katie. I'm a senior from just outside of San Francisco, California, and my family relocated recently to the LA area in Hermosa Beach, so kind of the best of both worlds. When I came to High Point, I had no idea what I wanted to do with literally any part of my life. I got involved in a sorority. I'm a member of Alpha Gamma Delta. I got involved in some other clubs and organizations. And then now as a senior, I'm the student body president, which is also something I'm pretty proud of. So yeah, it's definitely been a crazy change to my whole life. In in high school, I was the editor in chief of the yearbook. I'm definitely a nerd. So it's definitely been fun to see how like my life has taken a 180 since I've been in college. But I just wanted to touch on the fact that you know, coming from two different states, that's a pretty drastic change. Both packed up and decided to move on. Yeah, definitely. I think for anyone that's moving to college in a different state or even just moving to college in general, it's definitely just a change. You're finally on your own. You're finally doing things for yourself. You have to do your own laundry. It's just, it's all just different. How did you hear about High Point and like, why did you choose to come to High Point? So this is actually a pretty funny story. Um, Found about, I found out about High Point in two ways. One, through a career fair, I met um, this woman named Karen Giriarmani, and she was just amazing. She did such a good job making me feel comfortable and informing me about all of the great things High Point had to offer. And I really just felt like after talking to her that it'd be a great fit, and I just kept in contact with her. And then um, the informal way I kind of found out about High Point is um, there was a girl... She didn't, she didn't go to my school, but she was there for a beauty pageant and she was wearing a High Point t-shirt. You did not follow a girl to college. I might <laughs> <laughs> No, but... It's okay, I yes. did. <laughs> did you follow a boy to college? I did. No, you did But didn't. we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. You followed a girl from a beauty pageant. Keep going. So it might have sparked my interest a little bit more. I might have started finding out more and more information But it was funny. I actually came and visited her for classes, and my parents were all about it. They were like, you need to get down there, visit for classes. This will be great. But little did they know, I was visiting for other reasons. That's funny. I think that it's ironic because my senior year of high school, I went on vacation, December break, on a cruise, and I met 
a boy who went to High Point University and I had only heard about it literally one time. Although my freshman year, I would have lied through my teeth to make everyone believe that I came here for this reason. My mom's best friend or one of my mom's good friends did graduate from here a long time ago, but I really never even started talking about it until I met this boy. And then we started dating before I came to High Point. And then I came to High Point and now I'm here. So yes, I hardcore hardcore followed a boy here. It definitely didn't work out. He was a fraternity boy and I was a freshman. And when I got to campus, I thought I was too cool for school, but it helped my adjustment a little bit. It just didn't last very long, but pretty embarrassing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe that. How fast did your application get turned in after that? Was that a little motivation <laughs> to get it in? So actually my parents never found out that I applied to High Point until I got into High Point. Because if I would have told them when I was 16 years old that I wanted to move to North Carolina from California, they would have looked at me like I was even more insane than I already was. Luckily, my parents kind of trusted me. And when I was like, oh yeah, I applied. Like, don't you think we should go visit? They were like, no, like you're literally 16. You're not following a girl to call it or a boy to college. And I was like, I've always made good decisions. Like, just trust me. Like, just trust me on this one. So I guess my like good nerd self in high school definitely paid off for them letting me come here to follow a boy. But (laughs) yeah, the application went in really quick. They didn't find out till like March though. And I didn't visit here until April, but I also was visiting to see him. And then obviously that hasn't worked out. He's a great guy and, and a good friend, but not. So we can call him mystery boy, mystery boy. But I think it's definitely interesting to see like why people end up. It's pretty weird that both of us ended up here because of potential or current significant others. But, you know, but I wouldn't regret it at all. I know like those are funny little examples, but like I've done so well here and I'm so happy here and I really can't picture myself anywhere else. Yeah, I know. I mean, like imagine myself as a 16 year old following a boy pretending in three years, I'd be the student body president who would have thought. So if your mom is ever worried that you're following a boy to college, just tell her, you know, might be the president of your university in a few (laughs) years and it'll be all okay. (laughs) I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm talking to royalty right now. It's a pretty big deal. No, everything's the same. Followed a boy, few heartbreaks later, ended up fine. It's like (laughs) everyone else, but nothing too nothing too out of the ordinary. Was he the first person you told? Oh, I don't even remember. That was like a part of my life that I kind of blocked out a little bit. But I think when I got in, I was really excited. And I definitely told my parents at that point, I was at a coffee shop in California where I used to work. And I was like, parents, I got in here. And they were like, we didn't even know you applied. Is this where mystery boy goes? And I was like, yeah, sorry. (laughs) And then I kind of became like obsessed with wanting to come here. And so I did like competitive cheerleading when I was in high school and the season was all like sorts of crazy, especially in the springtime. And so it wasn't until um, like April that I was able to come out here. And my mom trusted my dad and I to come out here. I made the decision um, to tour And then when I got here, then I committed and my mom never came to the university until I had orientation that summer. So we had already paid and I was already all in before half of my parents were even on board. So it's kind of funny, but yeah. What about you? When you met her, were you like, I'm going here for sure? Uh, I would say so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't believe you don't remember the day you got in. I know for me, um, they had like an 18 wheeler pulled down the driveway, confetti, fireworks. Nito sent That's in big. something special for me. 
Oh, did they? That's because <laughs> no, no, that's no. because your parents knew you applied here. <laughs> no, no, no. But in like in all seriousness, High Point goes overboard when you get accepted, which is awesome. Definitely. This envelope was like so big. Yeah. I can't even Yeah, no, I actually I do remember it. that. And I opened it in the coffee shop, so I do remember that day a little bit. I just um it was a little bit uh hard to break the news to them <laughs> <laughs> that I'd gone behind their back and uh, paid for an application. Mind you, I always wanted to go to like a big football school. And then I came here and was like, oh, I want to go here now. And once I visited and then I fell in love with the university and everything it has to offer. But I think the best thing about like finding the right school for you is just like really learning more about like what you like and what you don't like and just finding the community because you're really going to find the good, bad and the unthinkable anywhere you go. Um, That's just like what the college life experience is. So I think that that's like a cool thing about it, but. Mm -hmm. I think everyone has this, um, everyone has this thought that like, oh, they need to go to the best school they get into, but that's not always true. You need to go where you're comfortable. You need to go where you're going to excel and do great things. Um, If you go to a school that's a little bit out of your reach, like you could be struggling and you might not be happy. Yeah. One thing that I always thought about is that I always wanted to go to like a big school like University of Oregon or San Diego State, something on the West Coast closer to home. Another reason they didn't want me to follow Mystery Boy here. But um, I always realized like, I mean, I have always like been different than my peers, but I definitely think that I would have like blended with the crowd a little bit more if I went to like a big school or I was just a number, which is something that I've really liked. Although it would have been fun to have those like weekend football games. I don't think that I would have gotten as much out of like the education and I do still have tons of fun. Like we're both involved in Greek life. We know it's a lot of fun. There's still social things to do on campus. Um, I feel like I've had like overall a really good college experience and it really is what you make of it. So there are there are so many clubs and organizations on this campus. Like there are endless things to get involved in. Um, I know one thing you're involved in is the ambassadors. That's a pretty cool program. And I would say that's definitely uh, a program that persuaded me to come here because they were just so nice and friendly and yeah, like I think it's important whenever you're applying to college, just like find place that you'll definitely see yourself grow. And when I came here, like having the ability to like have a job on campus was like a big draw, something that I really wanted. I like worked all of high school and I think it's important to kind of be able to find places that are going to better yourself. And I got to know so many people. I give tours on High Points campus. I got to know so many people, incoming students, prospective students, like anything and everyone from all different ranges, people that have never visited High Point before to people who are just bringing their great, great grandparents, friends, cousins to come see it because they've been a million times. So it's just like a lot of fun getting to meet new people. And it it definitely like just helps you get out of your shell and you'll find that anywhere. But I think that the skills that you learn when you're in college are just really beneficial. I think you're hitting some really good points there. All right. I want to ask you something. Let me know if you've ever heard this. College is the best four years of your life. (laughs) Do you agree with this? Oh, I would say you ask one person and And then you ask another person and they'll give you completely different answers because I think in some ways like college is the best four years of your life because it's the first four years that you really have like your own sense of independence, but you also have like a huge like resource center where you're not just like being thrown into a city and asked to live on your own. Whatever university you go to, you're going to have an RA in your dorm. You're going to have built in friends through roommates. You're going to have professors and, you know, like staff, resources, everything that you could possibly need um, to succeed. That's what makes it so nice. But it is like the first time that you have freedom. 
but there also is just like so many things you get to make all of your own decisions. Um, but for some people, I think it's really challenging. Like I know a lot of people that have really struggled, especially with the transition to college and that's like pretty normal too. So I wouldn't say that those people would technically consider like college to be their best four years of their life. But, um, I think it is what you make of it. It also like depends on what you get involved in. Like if you're a student athlete, it could be hard. Um, but also fun and exciting. And, you know, if you take on leadership roles, then parts of that is fun and other parts is lots of work. And it depends on what the best means to you, I think, but you're definitely going to like go through struggles and go through hard times and heartbreak and tears. It's all going to happen when you're in college and figuring it out on your own. But what about you? Do you think college is the best four years of your life? Um, I'm going to back up for a minute. I love that statement and I hate it at the same time. Um, I like to try to be as optimistic as possible and I try to live my life to be as optimistic as possible. And so when I hear that, it makes it seem like, oh, nothing else in your life is going to be as fun or it's going to be as good. But like, this is just such a small percentage of our life. Like we're going to keep going. We're going to keep working hard. Hopefully we're going to have families and everything. Um, So I like to think that these have, these have been the best four years so far, but obviously there's many more to come. And this Um, is just the pathway. Ooh, (laughs) I'm going to take a moment for that right there. (laughs) That just got deep. Um, and I, I really liked your point about how it's, you know, sometimes it's not the best four years of your life. And I felt that way in the beginning, it was just like a tough transition for me. And I could probably open up about that more in the later podcast, because I know there's probably some freshmen out there that would relate to the shoes that I was in, but, um, a funny story for some of you guys, when I got to college, I was not used to doing my own laundry. (laughs) Oh God, did you shrink your clothes? Oh gosh. (laughs) I'd call my mom and I'd be like, is this a light? Is this a dark? Like how long does this go in for? (laughs) What do you mean? Is this a light? I just have some interesting clothes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But anyways, I put like the first batch on extra hot and this thing came out looking like it was from the baby gap. Like it was like a, it was like a little crop top. It was not good. Did you wear it? I tried it on. (laughs) Didn't fit. Oh God, that's embarrassing. That's actually one thing that I tell people like when they're visiting HPU and I talk to them like, and I give jokes like on tour, I tell them, I'm like, definitely learn how to do your laundry. So your white shirts aren't pink and your and your, all your clothes still fit after the first week. <laughs> I also have another story for you. So my roommate, actually, I don't know if it was just something wrong with us or if we just like lived under a rock, but <laughs> his name's Jagger. He's, he's talked about the pathway podcast. So he wants to be talked about on here, but <laughs> He thought it was smart to put his whole comforter in the washing machine. And this thing was like overflowing. I mean, they had to call campus enhancement <laughs> for bubbles going everywhere. Oh, no. And he had no idea it was wrong. He was blaming the washing machine. I was like, dude, you can't just put your comforter in there. Like, that's <laughs> not the way it works. <laughs> I definitely still put like big blankets in the washing machine, but I guess there's new things that you learn every day. So he's grown a lot from that now. And I'm, I'm very proud of him. Thank so. goodness. <laughs> Leaps and bounds ahead. Just he was behind a little before. (laughs) That's funny. Is there anything else that you feel like really was like a pivotal point in like the beginning of your college career that you feel like has just been influential to how you've developed or how you've made college the best four years of your life that you've had so far? (laughs) I would say, um, you know, you do a lot of reflecting when you get when you're a freshman and you because you have a lot of time. Um, 
on your own at the first. And I think like it hit me one day. I was really homesick. I missed my parents and I was like, you know what? Like I'm here. I might as well just like give it my all. Like just, you know, get involved, do as much as I can, take every opportunity that I can. And it really helped me. Yeah. I mean, there were some organizations that I didn't really like and some club meetings that weren't for me, but then there were those that I gave a shot and I really excelled and I loved it. Yeah. I was going to ask you, like, if you could tell yourself during your first week of school on a college campus, something now, what would you tell them? Well, this isn't like anything big, but I would just tell everyone to just say hi to people more. Like just get out of your (laughs) comfort zone. Yeah. But like just random people, I go up, ask how their day is. Like everyone wants to be noticed. Everyone wants to hear about each other's days and just, you don't know, like you could be standing next to your best friend in the line at Starbucks or Chick-fil-A and just, you could make someone's day just by saying hi. So that's, that's my piece of advice. And it doesn't cost you anything. It's so easy. So, you know, the um, brand like kind bars. Yes. So I was talking to the president of our university, Dr. Cobain, and he was telling me that he's good friends with the CEO or owner of Kind Bars. And he asked him like why he named his bars Kind Bars. And he was like, I just want people to be more kind. Like, (laughs) I just want to hand them kindness. Like, I just want to, I just want to promote like people being kinder. So I don't know if that's really true or not, but I feel like that's a good, just like model to live by. Like, why not? It's so much easier to just be kind. I never knew that. Yeah. It's so funny, but I think like for me, if I were to tell myself like one thing, I would just tell myself that like, it's going to be okay. Because when I was a freshman, I went through like a roller coaster of emotions. I think like every freshman does, but especially for me, like I was so far from home. I was the youngest and the only girl growing up. So I definitely was like babied and I got here and, you know, like I thought I had it all together. And like, there's still days where everyone's like, oh my goodness, you have it all together. And I just think like, you have to tell yourself, like, give yourself like a pat on the back once in a while, tell yourself it's going to be okay. Like there's going to be really hard days. Like my freshman year, I had like a good group of friends. Um, I'm still friends with them, but they're not like my closest friends. So that was a little hard. You're going to go through boy drama for you, girl drama. If you boys <laughs> even deal with that, if you even have feelings or you even care, of course we it do. feels like to us, Don't say that. <laughs> but I think it's all just like, it's all going to be okay. That's what I would have told myself. I says I still need to tell myself that every day, but I, I think like that. Definitely. That's what I would say. That sounds like something that would go in like an Instagram bio or something. <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> Jack, it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that that's like overall why. I think that's awesome. And I think people need to hear that more that it's, it's going to be okay. Everything works out for the best and everything happens for a reason. Sometimes I think about how much I've learned about myself just out of the classroom not like studying or anything or not worrying about school, but just like through friends and clubs and organizations and, you know, just being alone and being independent. Like you said, starting that new chapter in your life. It's been cool. Yeah. It's definitely like a whole new level of time management that you have to go through, but it's good. Katie, I don't know about you, but I think it's time to wrap it up. What? It's getting late. What do you mean? It is 10 PM. What do you think we are? Seniors? I'm in bed by like <laughs> I'm in bed by like 10:30 every night. All I'm, right. Well, I guess that's all for tonight. We'll see you back next week on the Pathway Podcast. Mm-hmm.